The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I hope you like advertising because you're about to hear a lot of ads because this is the ad-ridden version of the Sunranto Show. But if you don't like ads and you think they waste your time like I think they waste your time, well, then uh, you should subscribe at patreon.com slash sunranto for as little as a dollar a month. And uh, what do you get? Well, you get an ad-free earlier version. This was recorded uh, sometime in the middle of last week. And uh, you're getting it now, five days later. Uh, You get uh, separate detailed preview episodes in your own RSS feed in the patreon.com slash sunranto. You can copy and paste that into any podcatcher. You get our show notes all about the pitching matchups and what's going on with the Cubs opponents. You get to join the Sunranto Super Ranters page where we have uh, post-show and post-game discussions sometimes. Uh, at the $5 level, you get all the Cubs music that I write in HQ downloads right, sent right to your RSS feed. You get the Ranter calendar at 10 bucks, uh, and your name gets shown as a super ranter on the, at the end of our shows. And plus, 10% of the money goes to the Lost Boys program where we're helping kids play baseball in Chicago and building our community up. So uh, here's my final plea. If you would buy us a beer for doing this show, each one of us, that's $3 a month. So that would buy us one beer at Wrigley Fields each per year. And uh, that's all we ask of you to enjoy this high quality content. So please go to patreon.com slash sunranto and start helping us out before the year starts. Because we got we got bills, people. We got to pay for our stream yard. We got to pay for our events and hosting and advertising and tickets and beer. Um, batteries, microphones, headphones, it, it, you know. I will not go on because it's time to start the show. But patreon.com slash sunranto. Please do it. You don't want to listen to ads. There are at least eight in this show. So enjoy that. Um, Patreon.com slash sunranto. No ads. And you already would have heard this. All right. Here's the show. We did not talk about this. Am I supposed to yell sunranto right now or preview or what am I supposed to yell? You could could yell um, Eric's name. Because Eric Wheeler—that's what's up. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, feeling the love early in the season. Let's go. So, welcome to a uh, live uh, podcast recording of the Sun Ranto Show, where we're going to preview. The season series between the Cubs and the Brewers with a real live Brewers fan, um, TFG, Eric Wheelow. <laughs> um, now, you're, you're out of California, but you're originally from – let's let people know who you are a little bit. You're, you live in L.A. now. live you're, in L.A., originally from Milwaukee, a uh, suburb of Milwaukee called West Allis, Wisconsin, uh, the white trash capital of Milwaukee. Uh, 
pride tree. They call it West Dallas, West Dallica. And we're stallions. That's what we are. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but just okay. please go yeah. on. Did you just say you're aliens? <laughs> no, we're West stallions. That's what they call us. Oh, West, West aliens. So you yeah. can, West aliens or stallions? Stallions. Yeah. West stallions. I've been through there. I've, I've, I've taken one of the party buses from the West Alice, uh, I don't know, oh, one yeah. of those bars on that strip. And they, they'll bring you, you can park over there as long as you, uh, you know, have four or five beers in their establishment. And a, and maybe a ham sandwich. Then they'll bring you over to the game, and then they'll drive you back for five more beers before you get in your car and drive drunk home, which is a pastime there in Wisconsin, at, where I believe you can blow a point or a, a, I think a <laughs> point three nine and still be legal in the state. If of you blow less than the officer that pulled you over, you get off. That's the rule. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so you're from, you're a big Brewers fan, grew up with it. And, uh, and you know, the Brewers, we were talking about it before we went on and before you came in, the Brewers, the last bunch of years, like you look up and down their lineup and you're like, who the fuck's this guy? Who the fuck's that guy? Wait, who's that pitcher? And then, and then, like Craig Council comes in with his stupid rat face, and like you know, mixes it, it, it all together with some old Milwaukee beer, and somehow this team's always right there every year. And Cotton, every you year? said, you said, listen, everybody hates the Cardinals. I get it, you know, fuck the Cardinals; they're always winning. But it's the Brewers that frighten you in the in the end. Well, every every time, and it makes me angry too because i want to fucking just not even think about the brewers i want them to just go the fuck away like because you're just like there's nobody on this team i don't need to worry about it and you know and then everybody does a bunch of stuff with the you know cardinals saying oh the cardinals are gonna win and i'm like yeah cardinals but it's the brewers at the end they're the ones that are actually gonna dash the cubs hopes in that last like month and they've done it for like the last four years where it's been a just a straight up battle right up to the end. Well, not last year. And and no. Eric, Eric, were you disappointed at the fourth place finish last year, or were you like fuck last year? Six fuck games? last year altogether, man. I mean, everybody's every the majority of stars' numbers were down. You know, like the offenses weren't showing up. We didn't have a proper spring training. It was so erratic, and it's an anomaly in my opinion of what this year is going to be. I mean, I. We made the playoffs, right? We we played two competitive games against the Dodgers. Like, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, that, that's one way to put you got swept. Yeah, we got outscored seven to two, but a lot of those uh, runs came in like the seventh eighth inning. So, uh, you know, what's so funny to me is like last year the NL Central and, and same same as this year. It's a dog shit situation. It's worse this year than last year even. And last year, everybody was a 500 team. They all made the playoffs because there were 83 teams in the playoffs. They even let minor league teams in. They, American <laughs> oh, Legion 16 inch softball teams were playing the Dodgers in the That's third true. round. It was year. really weird that the minor league teams got to play because they weren't allowed to play the whole rest yeah. of the year. It's like, yeah. They only here. were allowed to play in October. So, uh, I mean, but I guess what you're talking about, talking about an off year, Christian Yelich batting 205 uh, yeah. With a 786 OPS, he did manage to hit 12 home runs, which is not 60 game season. You're going to, you know, that's pretty good, actually. But a lot of them, and I know Javi Baez has talked about it too, it's the um, the video that yeah, they weren't no video. allowed. 
Yeah, no video because of the stupid Astros cheating. And but now they're going to have iPads. So I think you'll see a lot of it come back. But at the same time, um, Rob Manfred in his infinite wisdom <laughs> deadened the ball. So um, they get the, okay, well, get <laughs> he the says iPad. he deadened the ball. I haven't seen that in Arizona so far. No, well, who knows? Um, the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. And the tournament is here. And so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest at Bet Online, because it's the place to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by eBay Sneakers. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com slash sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. So get that done and go buy some darn sneakers at ebay.com slash sneakers. We thank them for sponsoring the Sun Ranto Show. So last year, let's talk about last year, five and five, Cubs and Brewers split uh, the year, um, and uh, Cubs blew them out twice, uh, thus having a 48 to 30 run differential, and Alec Mills no hit them, and uh, you you know, four games under, and yet a playoff team last year, and um, God would want it. I mean, but you made a few changes though to that squad, and uh, you got a couple of big ones. Colton Wong is huge. You get add a, I mean, he won the Gold Glove, right? He's Gold Glover. Yeah, he's one of the best uh, handlers at second base there. Yeah, I mean, great team guy, great contract. I mean, just locks up that middle of the infield, and you know, with Kane and Jackie Bradley Jr. who's our other addition. I mean, this defense got a lot better really quickly here i yeah. was thinking uh i wanted the cubs to grab up jackie bradley jr early on in the before we found out that the cubs weren't gonna hire anybody unless you know jock peterson literally came and knocked on their door yeah he's like will you let me hit against lefties please, please. <laughs> he's the only guy yeah. but yeah nobody else would the cubs are like hey uh, if you'll do it for less than schwarber we'll take you <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what happened, and so uh, yeah, obviously Lorenzo Cain, some injury problems last bunch of years with his legs. Yeah, he sat he sat out the whole last year due to COVID. He didn't want to take the risk, so he didn't even play last year. And we thought we'd be getting a healthy Lorenzo Cain back, but he just played in his first game yesterday. So and people go, people go, <laughs> where, where, half a leg. Yeah, where are the at bats going to come for Jackie Bradley Jr.? And it's like, well, you're going to have a hurt Lorenzo, you know, Abby. Garcia, he's he's 
not going to play full time. He had a down year, so he really has to prove it. If he's the same guy as last year, he's not going to get the time. So there were a lot of question marks, and I think on this one year prove it deal that we signed him to in our small ballpark, it's going to be a, it's going to be a win. So you got Kane, Yelich. You're expecting a bounce back from. I mean, I think everybody is. Yeah, of course. Keston Hura is now going to play first base. Um, yep. has, have, is that like a good idea, or because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it is? Uh, I mean. We had Vogelbach over there at one point last year, so let's be honest. Like, it's not much of a downgrade. Vogelbach does not even belong in – well, he doesn't belong in the National League. That is for fucking sure. And no, we really going to play. Yeah, we really rolled the dice that there was going to be a DH this year, and it's blowing up in our face. And honestly, I don't know where he fits on this team. I mean, Travis Shaw just got put on the 40-man roster, and he has that – He's a left-handed batter, and he plays third, and he can play first. There's just more. There's Dan, more there for him. Well, apparently anyone could play first. I mean, yeah, that's the true. Brewers are showing that right now. Yeah. They uh, just don't care about that position. Dan Vogelbach doesn't even fit in the dugout, let alone on the team. <laughs> I mean, let me put up a picture of this guy. Is there has there ever maybe not since <laughs> maybe not since go, we we know Dan Vogelbach well he's from the Cubs you know we we raised him and we raised him big and strong we raised this big fat motherfucker because this guy honestly like has there ever been a more brewery looking player since maybe John like, Jaha. Yeah. Yeah, or, or I mean, he's giving me a little Prince Fielder with, with that, but also like I, I got to go old school, like a Gorman Thomas, like all oh, all yeah. Dan Vogelbach needs to do is grow like a handlebar mustache, you know, grow that hair out, get a perm or something, put him in then, some later hosen. Let's get <laughs> done. Yeah, and that picture is is wonderful. It was really inspired of you to take his Tinder profile. Yeah, he, <laughs> he looks like he looks like he ate Kyle Schwarber. No. Yeah, <laughs> but I did. And he's, he's got his uh, his shirts all open, his chest out, like woo. Yeah, but I but I tell you the the thing about Vogelbach is like if you're looking for somebody off the bench to get a big hit, yeah, at least get on base, uh, or or just hit one out. You've got that guy in Dan Vogelbach because he's probably not going to start for you every day. Um, you know, did they did they try to put him in the outfield sometime or like? No, we I, we haven't experimented with that at all, really. Well, I that's mean, it's, probably good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he could be uh, any team's Matt Stairs, right? And just come in, hit one out of the park. But I don't know enough about this guy to say, like, does he need a lot of abs to be effective? Is he that quality guy that comes off the bench and gets hits after not playing for three days? Do we know that? I don't know. Yeah, Are we well, to roll the dice with it with these smaller, you know, I, I think that's what he said sizes that we have. I think that's what he's had to do for his entire major league career. I don't think he's so, I mean, he's got experience because he, he hasn't really been an everyday player at all. Has he maybe in Seattle a little bit because he was totally blocked by Rizzo in yeah. Chicago. Cause it, it, his position is first base. That's what I was wondering. Like, dude, like, can you just like drop a few, Losing a, uh, l- learn another position, like, you know, at least like add third base to your repertoire. You'd be like Panda over there or something. You know I, I mean? was going to say, they, they let Big Panda play some second base and some third base, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, which isn't bad. I mean, you, you block a lot of balls just with your, you know, width, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, so. he's his own shift. Yeah. We, 
Oh man, we're gonna get so canceled for these fucking body shaving jokes. It's not even <laughs> well. But, it's either Dan Volkbach or just the Munchkin that is Keston Hero over there. So it's like the biggest target in the world or the smallest. Which way do you want to go here? Yeah, it's just weird because you don't have. A, I mean, Vogelbach is a first baseman, but he's but Hero. You want him in the lineup because he's really he's got, too, yeah. He's got the bat and the glove. I mean, I mean, he was a good second baseman. It's yeah. he's he was athletic enough. He's more athletic than Vogelbach, and so like, or Vogelback actually, we found that out too. Oh, did you okay, guys yeah. did you guys learn that in uh, Wisconsin yet? That his no. name is really Vogelback. Vogelback. Yeah, we called him Vogelback for about because seventeen years, and then I we think found out. I think his family's saying it wrong. Like the, the, the German way to say it would be Vogelback, wouldn't it? I, w- I was going to say you're never going to get away with that in Milwaukee. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to get a back out of them. Yeah, yeah. In Chicago, you can get some backs. Hey, yeah, back. <laughs> no problem in Chicago. Yeah. If I was him, I'd just be like, that great at baseball at times throughout my life. I'd be like, oh, God, my, uh, my back's hurting from carrying this fucking team. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you got, uh, you know, we talked about Bradley Jr., uh yeah, great defensive. Not really the bat, but you get the, the defense in there. Uh, Omar Navarez is going to catch for you. Uh, was it was he there last year? He was, and I mean he was hitting like a hundred, so he had a humongous <laughs> dropout after we made that deal from him with Seattle. So we're hoping for a big bounce back from him. But honestly, Manny Pena, he's been raking in in spring ball, and he was having a really great start to the year last year before he went down with an injury. So. I could see it being a platoon if Navarez doesn't come around with the bat. Um, but he really improved his defense, and he's framing pitches quite well, and he's throwing runners out. So, I mean, you'll take that, I guess. And then uh, you picked up Luis Urias. Yeah, which he was from be, the Dodgers, I think. Uh, we got him from the Padres. Oh, in, Padres, all right. In the, in the deal, uh, Trent Grisham and Zach Davies. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Him, hold on, hold on. Eric, I'm, I'm confused. And Eric Lauer. You got a starting player from the Padres? How is that possible? <laughs> I didn't think the Padres were trading anybody at the major league level. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Just because Danny has it written down <laughs> in the stock here. Don't don't think for a second that this guy's a starter, man. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stay on the field health-wise. Uh, we are basically forcing him to play shortstop just to see what we have in him at this point. Yeah. But, well, we got a bunch of guys whose parents drop him off at the field, so... This is, this is going to be an awful trade. Like, we're just hopefully, like, doing our best to hope this guy's good because Eric Lauer has been got awful. Well, he's projected to hit two thirty eight, so that's pretty good these days, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> and how did Trent Grisham do last year, who was also part of that deal for the Padres? Like, oh, yeah. That trade is looking worse and worse. And yeah. They turn around and they package Davies and, you know. Well, now we got Davies for you freaking Darvish. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The hell? Yeah, you could yeah. – is well, that going to be sad to see Davies in the Cubs uni? I, I am, man. I, I like the kid. <laughs> I, I, I like a guy that throws 85. You don't see him that often anymore. Well, you, you we know? got all of them. We got, <laughs> every, we got every. We got Alec Mills throwing 85 yeah. with his big 69-mile-per-hour curveball. And uh, we got uh, Hendo, who'd invented that shit. And then uh, – yeah, we got everybody, man. We got all the slow ballers. It's gonna. Yeah. Oh, I wish like we had a knuckler to add into that mix. Like you just yeah. throw, you throw out a Tim Wakefield or something like that. That'd be sweet. I feel like Tim Wakefield could still throw that ball. Like, there's no reason that he has to be out of the league because he's 50. Like, it's 
the knuckleball, right? Who cares? Bring, bring back Jamie Moyer while you're at yeah, it. Yeah, bring back <laughs> old Greg Maddox. Fuck yeah. it. Let's do exactly. it. <laughs> so then your bench is going to be Pena, Vogelback. Uh, who who you said might not make the team, which we we're used to that. <laughs> he never makes he never made the Cubs. Avisael Garcia, who we know from being a White Sox, and then Daniel Robertson, who I've I've never heard of. Wasn't he in the band in the seventies? <laughs> Something He's like Canadian that. is wasn't he a Canadian? I don't know. I, who is that guy? Who's Daniel Robertson? Uh I'm blanking on Daniel Robinson to be honest. Yeah, exactly. With you think everybody in Milwaukee would be like, "Who the hell I, I always just, He's a Ray because they're always Rays. You know, I know that much about him. <laughs> he, was, he was a Ray. <laughs> yeah, because they're all Rays. Any guy that's on a one year deal is a is a double Ray. X Ray. X Ray. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He cost four dollars more, so now he's on the Brewers. Um, uh, versatile, versatile guy. He can play all around the diamond. Decent enough at bat. He'll get you a good AB. Take some I, walks, but yeah, he's the I, bench guy you want. Cool. And then um cool. Your ro- cool, man. Cool. <laughs> and then your rotation. Uh we were talking about this guy too, Brandon Woodruff. Because if you asked anybody who's a baseball fan in any other market that's not like maybe a central market, like an NL Central specific market, nobody has any idea who Brandon Woodruff is. They'd be like, oh, uh, no, wait, wait is, is he from like the 70s? Or like they would have no clue who he is. And this, this guy, yeah, this, how did he do it? Uh, fly under the radar. You play for Milwaukee. That's what you do. Um, <laughs> I mean, the guy's been legit. He's made an all star team. Uh, he led the league in starts. I mean, yeah. he's a, a flamethrower. He's got 98 stuff. I mean, he's got a stuff. Can we call name, him a workhorse with 13 workhorse. starts? Yeah. <laughs> the guy's built like a lumberjack, man. He's going to go out there and he's going to get it done for you. And I think it's a quiet, great one-two punch the Brewers have with him and Corbin Burns. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. From Birds quietly finished sixth in uh, the Cy Young voting last year. I mean, he almost had a, like a sub-1 ERA. He was pitching that well last year. That'd be nice to add to his Emmy for being in L.A. Law in 1987. It's <laughs> Cy Young, little little Emmy. I mean, I was even talking to you, Danny, and you're like, yeah, that rotation, though, we don't really know. And I'm like, well, we got two, two guys studs at the top, and we well, got, and then two, you got studs, two studs in the bullpen. I mean, 
Well, well, yeah. And then you got Brett Anderson, who oh, boy. The, the human wheelchair. Rich, <laughs> yeah. He was also on the Cubs, and uh, I mean that did not go well. But there was one time that I I went to a game against the Yankees that he pitched in. He didn't make it out of the first. Gave up like nine runs or something like that. He I didn't even make my seats. I paid a hundred dollars for that ticket. Oh. <laughs> I think it was over the first. I'm 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 glad Carly's not here. Doesn't he have like great? Brett he's going to try to come back. He's yeah. he's he's somewhere like tr- trying to uh, shake uh, old lady's ticket codes out of their purses so he's, that he can get tickets to April baseball games at yeah. Wrigley Field. He's in his, he's in his car just screaming. He's got the windows all rolled up, but he's screaming about Brett Anderson right now. Yeah, he hates uh, him. Um, oh, yeah. And then you got a, a, and he's your sole lefty, which we don't have any. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. parody. Um, and then uh, Adrian, how's your dick? Uh, and uh, Josh Lindblom or Lindblom to yes. round it out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, a lot of question marks there in those last three. Brett Anderson, when he did pitch last year, he pitched quite well. But like you said, blisters, other injuries kept him out for a large part of the season. Adrian Hauser, he was projected to have a great year. Spin rates, missed rates, ground ball rates, all that was projected to be like ha- be that pitcher that made that jump, and he didn't really do it. So. We're hoping for a, you know, we're hoping for that this year out of him. And then, and then get- Limblum, he's just, he's garbage. He's a dumpster fire. He's one of these guys <laughs> that, uh, they go, he has five pitches, none of them good. Um, but <laughs> Okay, so do you have, then then what's your situation on your sixth starter? Who's the guy coming up when Suter. Brett Anderson's arm falls off? Brent Suter could do it. He used Brent to Suter, play. he can do four innings and we play Brewers baseball. Eric Lauer, who we traded for, can come up and do that. Um, we have Freddie Peralta. He can come in, eat up four or five innings. Like yeah. the guys are there to come in, do the spot starts, be the sixth starter. We've been wanting to stretch Freddie Peralta out for a couple seasons, but he just turned out to be a really great guy in the bullpen. And, uh, you know, he's adding extra pitches. So he could be the guy. I mean, there's options there. And like we said, the Brewers always find a way to fill it out and to just have a formable five. And then you got Josh Hader. Who, um, I mean, how much longer is this guy going to be able to do this, though? Oh, man. I think we're starting to see some uh, chinks in the armor, right? I mean, I was thinking that last year a little bit. You should have traded him already. You should have traded him last year with a down year and just like done a white flag trade. I'm not that anybody was really doing trades, but somebody would have probably, like the Dodgers would have given up something just to, you know, make sure they won the World Series, you know, in, uh, in, in, uh, just to, to finally tell their fans that. (laughs) <laughs> they did it, but uh, I mean, I don't I, know. I, we'll I don't him. hate it for this team not trading them because it's the way we play, man. We need those quality guys in the bullpen because we're not going to go long with a lot of those starters. So he's got a lot of innings on the arm, but he knows how to win games, man. Right. But if he but if he turns into Craig Kimbrell, then you're just going to be like, I wish he was anywhere else. Yeah. And then uh, Devin Williams, who I don't really know who he is. Um, Justin Topa, ninety seven. He throws. You got another hard thrower back there. Uh, yeah. I was I never even heard about guy. him. He was actually a guy we just kind of picked up off the street, uh, and he dicked around in cactus ball. Then he added a slider to go with the ninety-seven, and he wasn't even projected to make the team this year. And uh, it's looking like he's going to be a part of it. And then Eric Yardley and Drew Rasmussen. I've never heard of either of those guys. Uh, the, where did they find these people? Drew Rasmussen, he's a young uh, up-and-comer for the Brewers. He's a tall guy. I think he's like 6'4", just f- flamethrower. 
Just had to work on his control, but he'll be on the team. All right. Well, I mean, you know that regardless of whether they're good or not, somehow we figure it out, man. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. fucking figure Craig it out. Craig Council pulls the strings, man. He goes to his little Keebler Elf cabin, and you know, we win games, man. Okay, can we do a little rakes flakes, throws and blows? This is the first one of this of the season. Today, I'm going to show you how to rake. Show us how to rake. Who's who's your raker, Eric? Who's who? I mean, besides uh, Christian Yelich, like who's your who's your sleeper on this team that rakes? Sleeper on this or team maybe that not rakes. Sleeper, like, what do you think? Can Travis Shaw ever rake, or is he he just you're automatically a bust? I think it's a bust this year with Travis Shaw. He's actually my flake on the season. I I like I like him at third, filling that spot, picking the ball. But he's going to be that guy. He's going to hit 20, 20 home runs for you, and he's probably going to bat. I don't know, run 293. Yeah, 193, yeah. which we had a ton of those guys last year, and they don't make it to the end of the season. But my true rake uh, is going to be uh, the one and only Mr. Ryan Braun, who is going to come back at some point this year. <laughs> uh, I was, Mark I my words. He yeah. is going to come back at some point this year. If we are good and we are competitive, there is going to be a spot for that man on this team. He is not going out without the fanfare, without the fans, without the goodbye. And, uh, you know, you'll take Ryan Braun at bats at the end of the season. That's for sure. I think the Cubs should side him just because he get, does so well at Wrigley and just be like, you're just playing home games and you got to wear a Brewers uniform because it works. And we'll boo you. <laughs> we'll comes boo out. you. And he comes out in a Brewers <laughs> uniform and we boo you. And then you hit home runs. But now for us. Um, how about uh, who's your flake? I haven't worried about flakes since my grunge days. Remember them? Not really. Not I think really. I said it earlier. It's Travis Shaw and uh, uh, Luis Urias. I mean, they just keep trying with this guy. I know you guys aren't fans of Arcia. Um, he does great against. He stuff. does great against the does great against the Cubs. But I don't get it. We just don't have confidence in this guy, and we're looking for every reason not to put Arcia at shortstop. He has a great glove. He hits well enough for a shortstop. You're not paying a ton of money for him. Uh, I just don't think Reyes is going to be the kid that that does it. So I think we'll try quite a bit this year, but he's going to be my flake. And he'll be my flake even more so because it just proves how terrible that trade was with the Padres. So here's – how about your – Who's your thrower? <laughs> Who are you throwing up your hands to the Lord about? Oh, I'm throwing my hands up. Corbin Burns, baby, all year, man. I mean, he finally figured it out last year. Like I said, finished sixth in Cy Young voting. I think this guy's the true ace on the team, and I think he's going to prove it this year in a full season. Ah, oh. nice. You just put your lips together and blow. Who's your blower? Josh Lindblom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's one of these guys that, you, you know, you pick up from the Korean leagues and you're like, okay, he won the Cy Young Award there three years in a row. It's like, okay, that means absolutely nothing. Uh, and don't worry, we got him on a four-year contract. So this is uh, a... <laughs> don't worry, he'll be here a while. <laughs> he posted an article about uh, how he went home and he was videotaping his spin rates and his balls and how he put a ton of work into it. And it's like, well, you know, that's all well and good, but if you suck, you suck, so... Uh, he's yeah. definitely the blow, and you'll see it. It's interesting. We just interviewed uh, this guy, Cole Franklin, who's an up-and-comer in the Cubs system. And we, I asked him, 
Hey, uh, do you think that there's any guys that are using all this analytics in the pitch labs and uh, that are going on on every team, up your spin rate, you know, get your grips different, release points, all this stuff. Are there some people that will overperform because they have all this access to information and vice versa? Are there people that aren't going to be able to implement the information and thus will fail and get in their own fucking heads? And he's like, absolutely, on both accounts, that will be the case. So if somebody like Josh Lindblom can nerd out enough to like get a freaking finger a centimeter this way or that and then execute that pitch, you might have something – but meanwhile, there might be somebody like Josh Limbo who's too freaking dumb to get it. And and all the videotaping and pitch labs. Oh, there he is. Crawley. Crawley, the Cub, coming on Crawley the show. Crawley, the Cub, live. Yeah. yeah live, you know, right? live from inside oh, your shower. Yeah. Hold, hold, on real, hold, hold on real quick. We, we got to go, go a little bit back in the script, and I have to mention one name who's going to be the only left-handed pitcher in the starting rotation Mr. Brett Anderson Brett for Anderson. the Milwaukee Brewers. Fucking back, man. Like like I said, we'll see if he passes the physical. He'll probably break when it happens. <laughs> and uh, the other person that uh, Eric is convinced is going to come back uh, and uh, lead the Brewers to victory in the NL Central is Ryan Braun, who currently doesn't have a contract. Well, Ryan Braun occasionally has these flare-ups. So I think he's kind of waiting for the flare-ups to subside before making a decision. But he came to Wrigley Field on opening day. He got heckled, and he couldn't take it. And I think he's just like, I'm done with it. Let's go to the tape. Oh, I keep laying into him. Steroids! 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 Herpes! Brian Braun! Cheating son of a bitch! You cheater! Fish eyes! Herpes! The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. And the tournament is here. And so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest at Bet Online because it's the place to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by eBay Sneakers. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair that you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com sneakers will enter you into a drawing for a one-of-one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot of your purchase to at Armchair Media on Twitter or Instagram. So get that done and go buy some darn sneakers at ebay.com slash sneakers. We thank them for sponsoring the Sun Ranto Show. I always I have, have to... 
I always have to let that play to the end because uh, at at the end, Crawley like sits back and has like a, such a sense of satisfaction about what he's just done, <laughs> just laying in abroad. That's like a how to video on how to get on the TSA watch list. Like that's- <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me a little bit. This situation reminds me a little bit of those of you that like the Princess Bride, where Inigo Montoya is like his whole life is dedicated to killing the six finger man, and he doesn't know what to do once he's finally killed him. What am I going to do once Ryan Braun is off the Brewers? I just the passion and hatred I have for that man. It can't I be thought you were already. I thought you'd already moved on to Brett Anderson. Yeah, Brett Anderson's just like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Just he's just like a broken down old man. But Braun, Braun is someone that truly deserves your hatred. Like, does, does it move? Does it move to Christian Yelich after this? But see, like. Yelich, you know, you can make jokes. He eats ass and stuff like that and just funny stuff. Like, isn't that like Davidson jokes? Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can make up, man. But Ryan Braun is just a scum of a human being. So it, 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 it inflames the passions even more. A, he kills the Cubs every goddamn time, no matter how old and broken he is. And B, he's just a, a piece of shit human being who's a liar, who's a, who's a PED user that got somebody fired from his job, that accused the guy who got him fired from his job of anti-Semitism, like just a garbage human being, and spreads herpes to people. Even, even Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be in the restaurant business. He's like, fuck that guy. So if, if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, who can't even get along with his own family, says that this guy's a piece of shit, that just tells you all you got to know. So then, uh, all right, let me give you some comparative stats that happened last year. And you tell me, I, wanna, I want you guys to chime in too, whether your team will be improved from this level. Like, so you got uh, Michael and Crawley, you answer about the Cubs. And Eric, you answer about the Brewers. So uh, last year, the Cubs uh, OPS was 705 and the Brewers was 702, both below league average. Where do you think, Wheelow? Are you are you going to be a better hitting team? Because you proved defensively, one hundred percent going to be a better hitting team. Like we said earlier, Christian Yelich isn't going to be hitting around two hundred again this year. Healthy Lorenzo Kane back in that lineup, you get immediately more competitive out, at bats out of Colton Wong. I mean, you got Jackie coming off the bench, uh, even uh, Avi Garcia. I mean, he's he cut like twenty pounds this off season. He's looking great in spring. He's in a prove-it year for his contract. There's just a lot of guys playing for that next deal. And uh, I, there's no way – there's no doubt in my mind that it's going to be a much improved offensive team. Yeah. How about how about you, Michael? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 705. Or- I, I think the Cubs are going to be a better hitting team, but their OPS is going to go down because they're just – no more walks. They're, they just said, fuck walks. We're not going to take any walks the rest of the season. They're just going to – you know. That's what it's all about. Put the ball in play. So it's just like Wheelow said. Is, is is you could say the same thing for the Cubs. There's no way if you'd have told me last year that Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Wilson Contreras would all be hitting in the shitter, uh, then I would be like, you're crazy to have all yeah. four guys do that badly. The statistical odds of that happening again just don't exist. So they're going to be a better hitting team. Can we maybe control for that in a way, like in our brains, and just be like, okay, last year was a weird year for everybody, and everybody's numbers were down. So, like, just kind of be like, you know, all things equal, are they going to be an improved offense based upon where they all relatively were? 
to each other. And I, I think we can all under, agree that it'd be better, but did they get better players? I guess that's what I'm wondering. Thank like you. You know, th- the Cubs are just throwing the same shit out there except yeah. for Jack Peterson. So like, you know, well, whether they will be approved. Yeah. I think they let's could let's look at Ian Happ. Okay. Ian Happ hopefully has settled that, that leadoff position, which has killed the Cubs so many seasons. Okay. And then you have Jack Peterson. He kind of addresses the needs that we've talked about on the show of being able to hit a high fastball, which the Cubs were last in la- – or I think they were 29th in the league in hitting fastballs last year. So having Jack Peterson is going to do it. And like Eric said, prove it years. You want to talk about prove it years, you got to prove it years from Javi, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, and Peterson. Yeah, all, all those guys don't have contracts. They Ooh. are going to be in the – all of them. MVP race, and then they're all going to walk after this season just to make it worse on us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, home runs, 75 to 74. Milwaukee hit more. All, everybody was just below league average. Uh, Power-wise, you know, I kind of look at the Cubs, and I'm, I'm thinking that a healthy Bryant could improve the home run total significantly for us. Um, how about the Brewers? I think we'll be about on par as what we were last year. I mean, we're always tops in the league or towards the top of the league in home runs year after year. I mean, we it's just well, not this last year. At, well, it comes with what what's with playing at Miller Park or I should say Amfam Field now. You can just Wrigley <laughs> North, Eric, if you want. Amf- Wrigley North. Or Wrigley it, North, yeah. Is is isn't Amfam like, you know, the people that go help starving children in the, in uh in you know in in uh in Africa or like places no, Am- it's, Am- Am- it's Amway, it's that pyramid scheme. Oh, oh it's the pyramid scheme, yeah, that's right. Yeah. A- Amway family, yes. <laughs> so uh, and then um stolen bases, like nobody steals bases anymore, except I think the Cubs might try to. They actually they, check this out. Uh you know, they were both below league average but the cubs st- stole 24 bases last year which i think is how many they stole in 2016 in 162 right. games you know what i mean um, in three times as many games yeah because 30 was average last year so it's wow. basically stealing a base once every two games for an average team i i think the cubs will be running more i, I yeah i do i do think that they will i think you got a couple of dudes uh, if they're i think they're going to try more hit and runs uh, it might not be as like straight base stealing, but I think depending on who the catcher is, I think you're going to see a little bit more of that because they're trying to smack the ball the other way and like do a lot more defensive hitting. And I think that they might, if you get a guy at first, like he's no, he's no good to you on first, you know, right. a, a guy in seconds. Now we're getting somewhere. Well, so a two run bomb, bomb, two run bomb, Danny. That's, that's how yeah, you play this easy. game now. Launch jiggle, launch jiggle, launch jiggle. So, <laughs> all right. And then, um, uh, do you guys think the the Cubs will steal more bases this year? I I don't. I I don't know who they're going to steal with. I mean, yeah. I don't know who else that they have on this team that got Ian faster. Miller. And you and we always say Ian Miller, and he never makes a goddamn never team. Makes a team. Right, he's, 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 right. He's never on first base to do it, so it doesn't matter. Maven, Maven could steal a base. Yeah. I mean, Rizzo will run any it. chance he gets, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but he's not yeah. going to make a lot to, of uh, to a buena beef. Yeah, he'll run right over there. How I about the, I think with the Brewers improved just with getting Colton Wong and Kane back alone. I mean, there's been years Colton Wong stolen 24 bases himself. So I think you get that right off the start there. The and Brewers Jackie also, Bradley Jr. and Jackie Bradley Jr. and Lorenzo Kane coming back. Braun not being there. I mean, he gets a sneaky like eight to ten every year. But 
uh, the Brewers will be running more. We'll be more aggressive on the base paths. That's what I'm expecting out of the Cubs. I really am. And then yeah. um, Milwaukee was second in strikeouts. They struck out a shit ton and didn't really have the home runs to show for it. And then the Cubs were fifth in Ks and kind of same thing. So they were selling out all over the place, striking out. And uh, a lot of guessing. The average in, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of swinging at balls <laughs> yeah, in the dirt, I think, and selling out on that stuff. So, I mean, I don't know how you improve that. I mean, that's how everybody's playing this game right now. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that improves. Uh, the Cubs and the Brewers were both uh, above average in walks taken. So seventh and tenth. And I, I think the Cubs, yeah, I agree. They're not walking this year. Yeah, not this year. The Cubs are going to be dead last in walks. Hmm. 31. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go a middle of the road for the Cubs. I think they'll be in the middle, middle of the pack. Uh, I think, I think a lot relies on Christian Yelich's bat. And if Christian's MVP Christian, there'll be a lot more walks on this team. If not similar to what we've been seeing. Uh, So I'll, I'll, I'll take middle. Both teams. All right, let's go into pitching. Both teams were in the top half of the league. Cubs had an ERA of 399 team ERA and the Brewers were 416. I mean, that's um, all, all the pitchers uh, overall. Uh, the starters were 377 for the Cubs, sixth in the majors, and the Brewers were 418, 11th in the majors, so above average. The relievers were 417 to 438, and uh, the Brewers were better. That's 11th and 13th, so just kind of like middle of the pack. So what do you think? Uh, higher ERAs, starters, relievers? I think I think we're worse. I mean – We don't have you uh, Darvish anymore. Unless unless this defense is, you know, what they're hoping it'll be and somehow they're going to – you know, and the dead ball keeps the ball in the park, you know, then the Cubs yeah. have to go up. They don't – they don't have arms. Everybody's throwing 88. I think I think last year you saw was really the season of the pitcher. You know what I mean? The pitchers had the advantage the whole season long. I think this year the hitters are going to have the advantage. I think you're going to see a lot more offense across baseball. Uh, you're going to have a lot more shitty pitchers in the games, all the games, because of the amount of how careful they're going to be with the arms. So this is, I think, an advantage to the Brewers because – Craig Council is a, is a master with manipulating innings and and getting guys in and out and getting the most out of guys that you you know the Brewers all of a sudden they, they kind of remind me how like the Cardinals have these made up players like Harrison Bader and shit like that like the Brewers like team <laughs> <The> master <laughs> right like, like like the Brewers like just pull out guys out of the bullpen you're like who the fuck is this guy and then like you know it sits down three guys right away and you're like god damn it and it's like all the Brewers do is they pitch to get to the fourth or fifth inning. And then it's a council mixes and matches, I think, with the best of them. So I think ERAs are going to be up on both teams. But I just think council has more experience and has a better feel of how to do it. I agree with Crawley. I think uh, I'm, we've been here before. We, we understand how to play this way. We know how to keep those arms alive and healthy and make that run at the end of the season, which is what we've proven. We make those runs at the last stretch last month there. But I will say I think we improve a little bit just because our defense has gotten significantly better with Jackie and Colton up the middle there. I mean, essentially you got Christian who's won a gold glove. You got Luis uh, or Avi Garcia who plays center as his natural position. He's going to be in right field. I just think we're really great in the outfield and better defensively. So I could just see it improving. And a you guys bit. were last year. You were third in strikeouts 
in the majors. So, I mean, I mean, Corbin Burns and Woodruff. I mean, these guys are just flamethrowers. And then you go Hater and you go Williams. I mean, these guys were, I mean, Williams was unhittable last year. We talked about that last year, I think, Eric, where we were talking about, um, what's his name? The young kid, uh, not Woodruff. Uh, Peralta, Corbin Burns. Burns, yeah. Burns, yeah. we were watching. I remember watching him, and we had this show last year around this time. And I'm like, Jesus, that kid, like, and he, you know, he didn't really have a chance to break out, like, you know what I mean, like a full season. Like, it's scary. To, it was just hard because he didn't have a lot of starts. You know what I mean? He, like, he finished six in Cy Young voting, which oh, yeah. was quiet. You know, it's crazy. Right. And that, that's nope. kind of part of it is that we just didn't see everybody a lot because the season no. was so abbreviated. It was just like, boom, 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 and it was done. I think that he, he you know, if I was in Vegas, I would take the prop even maybe on a Cy Young, just take a, you know, take a flyer, see what he's at right now, and wouldn't be a bad bet. And then uh, defensively, we talked about it, but the Brewers improved massively, and the Cubs didn't. They're gonna th- I mean, they were already pretty tight now. I, I think the, the problem with the Cubs is that they were saying they haven't been prepared. The Cubs were great last year, though. I mean, they had a 708 Durr, uh, and um, where the Brewers had a 687, which is actually pretty low, and it's like yeah. towards the bottom of the league as far as your defense went last year. So that they saw a need, they improved it. The Cubs didn't really have a need to improve their defense except for from within. Well, well they yeah. invented a, a gold glove for the whole team. <laughs> Did your owners not get their stimulus checks? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't qualify because they were billionaires. Oh god! Oh, and they don't file taxes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they don't need to. That tracks. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, I, I really do. Yeah, when we look at the defense, though, you know, I think the Cubs really did have a good defense. I think Peterson's a very slight upgrade over Schwarber. Uh, you know, the infield is it really looks good. Nico looks good from what we've seen. I think the Brewers uh, improving their defense hurts the Cubs. Yeah. And the only the real question with the Brewers, like with the Cubs, you know, if you want to pick a weakness, where where, def, where defensively where are they weak? You know, Ian Happ not a natural center fielder. We talked about it. he's serviceable. And again, Jack Peterson slightly above average. And then for the Brewers, that big question's first base. Hira, can he play? Like I've watched him at first a little bit on spring training. I'm like, yeah, still, you know what I mean? The guy can hit. You know how happy would the Brewers be with the DH? It would make Michael unhappy, but it would make Council happy because he would actually make everyone unhappy. Crowley, <laughs> people Not don't know that it would make them unhappy, but it would. Council would Ruined love to have Hira in that DH spot because he just can't. I just don't see where that glove plays. Or so. Vogelback. Yeah, we were we were thinking Vogelback would be the DH because you know Hira is more yeah. athletic over at first. Oh, well, and then but so so with even with all those improvements, actually Pakoda picked you to win the Central, but it's like not by much. They've got the everybody but the Pirates packed together pretty good as far as. Uh, you know, our records go. So, but position by position, uh, let's go catcher Wilson versus Omar Navarez. I mean, Wilson Contreras is the better Wilson player. Yeah. Rizzo versus Hira. Rizzo's the better Rizzo. player. Um, Horner versus Wong. I think you probably got to give it to Wong there. He, he's um, got the track record, but I could totally see it being maybe a push. Horner is, if Horner can break out like he's, I mean, he's been playing great in spring training. If he can play like that in the regular season, I can see a push. Uh, Javi versus Arcia. I think you give it to Javi. I mean. Well, unless well, they're playing the Javi, Cubs. Javi, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, actual head-to-head, Arcia on the field with Javi. I mean, Arcia just destroys the Cubs. But you outside know, of that. What was I watching the other day when the Cubs were playing? Ben Gamble was another classic brewer that was brewer. a pain in the ass. Yeah. And, then, and and I forget what team he caught on with, but he had like three effing hits that day. I'm like, Jesus. I think it's with the Indians. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Ben Gamble is one of my favorite players on another team, and it's only because when he was playing left field for the Brewers, I screamed out at Ben. I go, Ben, you're the poor man's Jason Worth. And he turned around, and he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that guy gets it. Uh, he does. He looks just like a skinnier, like less caveman-y Worth. Oh, he had, I don't know if his hair's still long, but Gable had that long hair. Um, so then going on, KB versus Urias and Shaw, uh, a, maybe a platoon over there at third. That's a huge question mark for the Brewers. What do, we do, what do we do at third base? You know, but Both of those guys don't add up to one Chris Bright if, if he's healthy. Um, Hayward versus Jackie Bradley. Or Lorenzo. Uh, or Lorenzo. Or, okay. or uh, sorry, Avi Garcia. Avi Garcia. Either way, like you got a gold glove. You got a couple gold glovers out there with Jackie Bradley, but Hayward's got a better bat. Hap versus Kane. Hap had a great year last year. Uh, we'll see if he can continue it. Lorenzo Kane's formidable in really all parts of his game: defense, yeah. offense, all of it. He's great. Gives you a great at bat every time. So yeah. as long as he's not injured. I mean, would you I mean, call that a push the, or would you call the that first, a – The first year with the Brewers, he was one of the leaders in war in the league, I think. And then the next year, he won the gold glove. Uh, so it just depends what healthy version of Kane shows up or not healthy. So, yeah, that's maybe a, a crapshoot in a push e- yeah. way. It, but Kane's got the track record again. And then uh, uh, Peterson versus Yelich. I mean, Yelich. I mean, Yelich is is – <laughs> pretty goddamn good. And so, but so if you go position by position, you're like, oh, well, the Cubs, you know, they got m- most of the wins there. But, and then I didn't even talk about the, the pitching, but, you know, you guys have got a bunch of no- guys nobody's ever heard of that are going to kick our ass somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think because that, that's when you get into management of pitchers. And I think Craig Council wins right there. And when, when you come down to bullpens, as who's going to win or lose, you kind of got to go with Council because he's just he's got the track record to know that he, how to do it. I mean, what is the what is the Cubs bullpen looking like this year? Uh, well, I mean, it's it it's a bunch of guys you've never heard of, probably. I yeah. mean, we, we unfortunately st- uh, is, it's unfortunately anchored by Craig Kimbrell. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Also, I mean you still question mark. You see, Jerry Jeffers still on the street. I'm wondering what's going on. There's not a spot on this in this Cubs bullpen for him. Well, so, that's what we were going to ask. That's what we were going to ask you because it is a. I mean, I know he had some legal problems in Milwaukee, but I've never heard of him being a bad teammate. And so he was cut right away from the Nationals, and then there was this spat between him and his former agent. Yeah. He didn't have a job, and that's just very. It's very weird. Like, okay, maybe the Cubs don't pick him up, but for nobody to pick him up. When last year he did so well, like I don't think he was going to do as well this year as last year, but there's something going on and I can't figure it out. Uh, yeah, he he got a couple DUIs and he's supposed to be sober. I think that's part of all of his contracts. Um, and then uh, I think his agent, ex agent, came out and said he was a big stoner. But the guy, <laughs> the guy has a lot of anxiety and a lot of teams aren't willing to bet on that. I guess at this point, but I mean, he has that relationship with the Brewers. I could see him coming in. Just, for us if we need it. 
I'm struggling um, because, you know, it's like, do you have a backup if Craig Kimbrell blows up? That's what has me nervous. And everyone's like, oh, you can just put so-and-so there. It's not no. that simple. <laughs> no. we, we talked to Ryan Dempster about how difficult it is to close. And it, it's like, I would rather, you know, I, I know Jeffress had a great, his BABIP was extremely kind. The BABIP gods were smiling on on uh, Jeffress, and he wasn't going to have as good a year. But but when with Kimbrell, it's just like, we have no clue. It's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad, and I don't think there's going to be an in-between. And if it's really, really bad, I would really like a seasoned veteran who has experience closing, like Jeffress on the Cubs, and I can't figure out why the guy doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, yeah well, they're she- still hoping Strope comes through. Yeah, They're going to well, let him close. Stro- yeah, Strope already br- broke uh, COVID protocols like on the first day. Oh, he my God. Dinner, he's like, hey, he wants to go to dinner. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't do that. Right, and and none of the Cubs <laughs> took him up on it, so he went with the Indians. Yeah, so the only guy you probably <laughs> even heard of in our pen is uh, Andrew Chafin, who yeah. was on the the Diamondbacks. And, and everybody else is – Kind of homegrown, and we'll see what we get. I, they're going to piece that sucker together. It's a, it's definitely what going to be one of those pieced together Iowa shuttle bullpen years, and just so not a lot of confidence in close games. Is this going to be another season of Cubs winning fifteen to two or losing? No, I mean, up? I think they they piece these guys together fairly well last year. The the bullpen, and it's kind of the same the same situation. You know, like Danny said, you don't know about them because they've really last year was the first time. A lot of these guys got a lot of work, and that was only out of 60 games. It's That was a little easier to manage your bullpen, I think, for 60 games versus a 162. We got a guy named Joe Biagini, which is pretty awesome. (laughs) He comes comes with all the breadsticks you can eat. Joe Joe Biagini, Joe. The the Cubs, obviously, for many, many years have had a deficiency with pitching, and it looks like they're starting to address that. You're starting to see more guys that can run it up there in the system that are either just about coming up or really close behind. So we'll see if they can – again, it's it's a different beast when you got – you know, let's let's knock on wood and hope the crowds come back to Wrigley. You know, if you got 40,000 people all screaming and yelling and it's a two-to-one game with the bases loaded two outs, way different than if nobody's in the ballpark. Yeah. So how so, these younger, inexperienced guys do is a big question. Give me your uh, your prediction for the season for the Milwaukee Brewers. What do you think they'll finish? Oh, uh, sorry, start with Eric. I got I got the Brewers uh, eighty six and seventy six taking the NL Central this year. That could do it. An eighty six yeah. record could do, could do the Central. I think it could. I what just you- think I think we got the additions. We're a great defensive team. I think we're underrated in terms of our starting pitching. And if those two guys at the top, Woodruff and Burns, stay healthy and they do what they've been doing and continue to get better, I, I really like our chances. And even if we are a wild card team in a two game series, I'll take those guys against anybody in the NL. Well, we're going to find out how they fare against the Cubs real quick because we play a shit ton of games in April. And check this out. I'll put it up here. Oh, wow. Yeah, we. this is all April. What is that? Eight, nine games. Nine, so half the games we're going to see them in the first month. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's, uh, I, I can't, that's actually quite a bit. Nine games. Nine times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is again where we're talking about the closer situation. Imagine if Kimbrel blows four or five. That's, that could be in, I think they play a, the Pirates a bunch too. 
Yeah, you could you could lose this season series. I, you will. Somebody will lose this season series if it's not a five to four situation by the end of it, and it's like a seven to two. You just lost the season series with the Brewers at that point, tell or you I'm, won it. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong too. You guys traditionally start out hot. Like you guys get off to a tear most seasons, and the Brewers that we start pretty slow. So I don't like the fact that we're playing you so many times early on. Yeah, it's and and uh, we we see each other a bunch in the first weeks. So April fifth is the second series of the season. And then five days later, we go to Milwaukee and see you. And then so th- so most of these games are actually at Wrigley Field. Seven I, I, get, I would say we get off six of the game. Though, we, get, we get off more to a slower start usually. I think 2016 was an anomaly, and then last year was bizarre. They, yeah. they came – and again, that was – and when you look at last year, how they shot out of the gate, when was opening day? It was like end of July. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Wrigley in April and May is cold as hell. The wind's blowing out. You know, you see guys that hit balls that should absolutely be home runs get pushed back. And that's why for me, if the Cubs are just – all I want through April and half of May is for them to be in striking distance of the division. If that happens, then I feel more confident that once the summer months heat up, so will the Cubs. Well, then we we face them at the end of June, right before 4th of July in Milwaukee. Uh, so that – That'll probably kill Bill Sugas, which almost happened on a, uh, a, a very hot summer day because there's no air conditioning. I was going to say this. Am-Bam have air conditioning? Yeah. That, that's yeah, the uh, question. They claim that they do. They, we, we only turn it on when you guys are getting ready to bat. And then we got a bunch of games in August, end of June. Uh, wait, we got end of June. Then we got uh, August again, August 9th and 12th, right in the center of, and that's at Wrigley Field. So those would be your hot months. And then the last we see is September 18th and 19th at, at, at Milwaukee. So all these games are going to be in, uh, well, in April. Basically, half the games are in what April. Are, what are your predictions for capacity for those September, August games? The Sunranto Show is brought to you by our fabulous 98 Patreon subscribers that pledge at least a dollar a month to us to keep this show on the air. Uh, some of you guys don't know this, but this ad-ridden version of the Sunranto show only pays us about a penny per download, so it takes a hundred people downloading the show to make a dollar. Um, that sucks, and it's not enough to keep this show on the air, so that's why we ask you to become a Patreon supporter, and you get stuff in return. You go to patreon.com slash sunranto, you sign up for a dollar a month, you can pay all at once, it's like ten bucks for the year. And uh, you get our RSS feed, which is for patrons only. And uh, in there, you can, well, you paste that into any podcatcher, you know, your, your Apple podcast or, or whatever you use, Stitcher. And what you do is you paste that in there and you never hear ads again. And you get the show early. As soon as I'm done, I post it. And because I don't have to do things like put extra ads in it to try to make a penny per download. So why don't you go to patreon.com slash sunranto and become a patron of the sunranto show and help us out before this year starts uh you get access to the preview episodes you get access to our show notes it's early and ad free you can get the music you can get a calendar uh and you'll be helping the lost boys uh, because we give 10 percent of everything we make at uh, patreon to the lost boys uh, baseball program and uh down uh, south of chicago uh where we're helping kids play baseball so uh, if you would buy each one of us a beer, that's $3 a month. Just come on now. Help us out at the Sunranto Show. We need your support. 
patreon.com slash sunranto. Get it done. Back to the show. I'm thinking full. I I can't see why it wouldn't be full. Yeah, I mean, they probably won't because it's stupid Chicago, but like, you know. Well, those last games are in Milwaukee. Yeah, so so you guys are It'll be full. Yeah, there's, no, guys, there's, no, there's no COVID in Wisconsin. I go yeah. up there every other week, and there's no COVID. It's been gone and eradicated. Yeah, you yep. guys will be at 120% to own the libs. So That's what Wisconsin people use to, to root out the fibs. If you're wearing a mask, you're a fib. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you? One of them Chicagans? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of got the same prediction that except for the Pirates – that this could really be, and I we haven't. This is the first preview episode we've done, uh, so I haven't talked to anybody that's a, a Reds fan yet, or um, or a uh, uh, Cardinals fan, uh, because uh, the, the, our Cardinals fan uh, guy t- Dennis, of course, has COVID, because uh, that's that's how Cardinal fans roll. You got um, it from Yachty. You got it from Yachty making out with him at a strip club. No oh boy. So uh, but, no, but it, I haven't talked to anybody else yet. But I would say that the Brewers have just as much of a chance as anybody. The Cubs, I'm I'm predicting, I predicted it last year, 81, 81, everybody goes 500, <laughs> and that is your playoff team, ladies and gentlemen. Like, yep. yeah, they got a four-way tie. They got to play some weird tiebreaker for a week because everybody else waits for us, and then they'll figure it out. I would say the one thing for me is is I was, if you guys remember, I was I was buying the Reds in 2020. I thought the Reds made a whole bunch of good moves, and people were like, "Uh huh, see, they weren't as good." I'm like, they never had a time to gel. Like, you can't determine if the moves were right over a 60 game season. And then this off season was bizarre for me because why would you go all in in 2020 for a 60 game season, and then be like, eh, "I think we're not really going to be all in." They let a lot of guys go for no reason that I can't. Like, I thought they did a great job building a team. Yeah. And I thought they were going to be a lot better this year, and they're not. So for me personally. I have the Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals. You can plus one or minus one either of those, any of those teams. They're going to be within a game two or three of each other at the end of the season. I think that the Reds are slight step below because of the stupidity of the 2021 offseason. And then, I mean, you might as well just feel the Little League team instead of the Pirates. Yeah, you, yeah. What is yeah, you're going to get in there at like eight million. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what do you think, Michael? What's your prediction for the Central? This is our, and I'm curious as if this will change as we talk to other. Uh, fans of teams, if like we feel like we're stack up better or worse, I feel like we play the Brewers pretty damned even, and we did last year. Yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be uh, Cubs. Cubs win the Central with eighty three wins. The Brewers have eighty two. The Cardinals have eighty one, and then you got you know, like Crawley was saying, the the Reds are going to be at like seventy five in the, uh, you know, and and we're going to get real hard triple digits out of the Pirates. That's where everybody gets all their wins so that they can all be right at, right at 500 fighting together. The Cubs right now are doing an experiment. Everybody in the league is zigging, and they chose to zag as far as velocity and, uh, being the I don't know the- that they chose to zag, yeah. but, they're, oh. but they're marketing it. They are you, marketing you it. Choice. <laughs> guys, we talked about Hendricks. We talked about Davies. We talked about Mills. Um, Jake Arrieta is not the Jake Arrieta of 16, 17. He's pitching to contact now. He's not completely blown. And, 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 and more racist. <laughs> <laughs> more racist than ever. It's yeah. racist, Jake. So I'll I would you back. It's going to be interesting to see if this strategy of slower p- 
pitch to contact guys works. Yeah. This is where this is where Jed Hoyer makes a name for himself if this does work. Right? Yeah. Because they, they came in, uh he was on the team with Theo Epstein, you know, with the analytics and all the stuff and the launch angle and you know, all the different things that they did and they they win the World Series by tanking all that stuff. That changed baseball. And now Jed Hoyer's like, oh, but it's my turn, and we're going to small ball and, you know, and pitch to contact. And Slow is the new fast. Yep. It'll be amazing if it works. So uh, that's our show, and uh, thanks for all tuning in, and uh, oh. thanks for Eric for coming on. We're, we're going to talk a lot in April. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be busy. Uh, we'll be doing some have- more. <laughs> I'm, interested, I'm interested to see uh, your Cardinals uh, – Preseason, uh, uh, COVID show, yeah, yeah, we should all show up on the show for with the Cardinals with Dennis with masks on. Masks, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna wear a full hazmat shoe, but you had the cocoa though, didn't you, Eric? And you recovered, yeah, I got COVID, uh, right after Christmas. I decided to go Milwaukee and to fit in, you get COVID. You're not cool till you get it. You, know? <laughs> well, you, know, you did wear a mask. Yeah. You didn't want anybody to call you a fib. No, you just get off the plane in Milwaukee. They spit in your face and then you just got it. You know? <laughs> Are you sure it's, it's spit mixed with beer at the very least. Like, yeah. Milwaukee. It's, it's, it's spittle, you know, that's Levino, uh, Levada, <laughs> Haas and Fab Recorporated. Yeah. We I lost, I lost it. I lost taste and smell. So that was, uh, that was the worst part, you know, but you lose, you lose a ton of weight when everything tastes like a dry sponge. I'm telling right. you. <laughs> Eric's like, I didn't taste a single bratwurst the whole time no. I was in Milwaukee. So uh, do you have anything to, to plug? Uh, no, nothing much, man. Who has anything to plug these days? You know, I'm alive. That's what we're plugging. Yeah. <laughs> we're just trying to plug some time. Yeah, just yeah. Like time. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Eric Wheelow or Instagram at Eric Wheelow. If you're in LA, come check me out. I'm hosting shows at the Hollywood Improv uh, every Thursday and Saturday. So we're back. Oh, right on. Yeah, hey, we got some. We got some people out in California. I can yeah, see that happening. Come on out. It's a free show. We can't charge because it's illegal. But there we go. And it, and it's W I E L O for all the uh, podcasts. For E, man. All right, cool. Well, uh, we're gonna t- we're gonna take this out with a little Beck mixed with me, and it's uh, one of your favorites. Fuck the Brewers. Oh, Spookog. Who comes on? Absorb. Brewers fans in Milwaukee are cheesehead dummies. Yellow cheating ass and Pete Davidson is ugly. Your team sucks at baseball. So does your stadium. Ryan Braun and his fish eye pea samples. Eat a sausage and go dance a polka. Case of slitches and then wake up with a hangover. At Marcy's Castle, buy an overpriced cheese with a couple of bratwursts in the Uyghur seats. Out there tailgating in the rain, they complain about the cup fans coming up on I 94. Rolling deep cause your tickets are cheap Chicago's coming to Wisconsin and we're hoping for a sweep You take fourth place or your playoffs are short American family bullshit, we call it Wrigley North Go Cubbies Braun is a cheater Fuck the Brewers, baby And your mask got burning Some sausages, a 
Spain. 